0: Hi guys, what the freaking heck is up? I took off my windscreen on my microphone, so if it sounds a bit different, that's that's exactly why. Um, I'm going to see if this helps the audio a little bit. I don't know. Oh yeah, my microphone's working again. We don't ask questions, we just go along with the things that the microphone does. Because ultimately, it kind of decides what we can and cannot do, if that makes sense. Um, school started, and that's all I have to say on that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, my first week was fine. I, being in the criminal justice field, you tend to get a couple people in your class that classes that are um. I don't really know how to word it. Very opinionated and not, not in a way that's like, oh, they're conservative, so they're opinionated. No, they're just. Just really loud and proud. And maybe that's just me being an introvert, but it's a little much sometimes. Um also I know either last week or the week before that, I think it was last week, I mentioned that there was that shooting in Hayes and that like my mom texted me and all that. So I found out that it was I don't know what all I said in last week's episode. It was some college roommates and a gun went off and someone got shot in the head. So, turns out, I, I don't want to say I know, but I know of the person that ended up passing away. And my thoughts are with his family. I can't even imagine. But he went to my college um, and he worked at a local like restaurant here in Hayes. Um, but I saw it. That he had passed away and I was like, oh, weird. Um, and I just thought that like maybe it was from COVID or something. Uh no, turns out he was the one that got shot in the head. Um, I also just realized that I left my coffee across the room. Yes, it is 5 p.m. and I'm drinking coffee. Don't judge me. Hold on, I'll be right back. I'm gonna keep the microphone going though, so just deal with the sound of my chair. Okay, I'm back. Um Yeah, I thought it was, like, COVID or something, but no, it turns out that he was the one that got shot. So, they ended up charging the guy with second-degree murder, which means that they definitely found something suspicious. Not just him, like, cleaning his gun and it misfired. One second, I'm taking a sip. Um, but yeah, like, it didn't- it definitely wasn't just, like, a mishap. So, that's a little suspicious. I'll keep y'all updated on that. Um... Right now, I'm crocheting a patchwork cardigan, um, so I'm just crocheting like the patches. And you might be wondering, dude, it's still like a hundred degrees out. Why are you crocheting a cardigan already? Because these things take time, and I want my customers to be happy um, and have their cardigans before fall starts. Um, also, I'm going to start with my Halloween and fall projects next week so be looking out for some crocheted pumpkins and some spooky garland um what else is new what else is new what else is new nothing really um yeah i don't really know what else to say for the intro um today we're talking about gregory green Probably haven't heard of him because his case is not popular and i don't know why because it's insane Um. yeah I, I really i can't think of any other updates that i had i know that there were some but i just can't think of them i'll think of them halfway through okay i guess we'll just get started so grab a snack grab a drink grab your projects and let's get into this Um, this is not even important at all. It just, I bought a new aromatherapy essential oil diffuser kind of thing. And homegirl is strong, like so strong. Um, she makes my room smell real lavendery and I was running it all morning while I was doing homework and it was like giving me a headache with how strong it was. So if you need a good aromatherapy diffuser, Hit me up and I will let you know the name of it because I found it on Amazon. Don't support Jeff Bezos, but also like I don't want to go to Walmart to buy one. Whatever. Let Let's Let's get into this. Okay. So Gregory Green was born in 1966 and came from what I could find was a normal family and a normal childhood. Um, his mother and father were both living at home and they both loved him very, very much. Uh, He didn't come from a broken or like wacky household like a lot of these cases we see do. Um, It's really hard to find anything from his life before the crimes that he committed. So I don't have much on him from a childhood kind of view, aspect, whatever you want to call it. I also think that he has a sister. I really, really don't know. What I do know, though, is that his parents raised him and his possible sister in the church um they went to church every sunday all together they were raised very very religious so when gregory gregory was in his older 20s he met a woman named Latanya. um latonya had two children of her own and then after marrying gregory she became pregnant with their own child in 1990 the couple appeared to be a happy, normal, young, married couple. They took their kids to church. Gregory cared for Latanya during her pregnancy. It all just seemed, you know, super normal, super chill. But in July of 1991, Latanya told her best friend of over 15 years that she was planning on leaving Gregory. She claimed that he had begun to act really, really strange and it was making her kind of uncomfortable and um, that she was, she was just going to leave him. So she told her best friend that she was act. He was acting so strangely. She actually thought that he was on drugs. So, um, and not like marijuana, like not like heroin, meth, like drugs. Um, she explained how he was getting a bit violent at times, and that she really wanted, um, just you know, out of the marriage for her safety and for her children's safety and soon to be child's safety. Uh, she set up a. Planned to go to church with him on Sunday morning, and then when they got home, she would hurry up and sneakily pack a bag without him noticing, and then she was going to leave. Uh, the fact that she wanted to do it in private at all says enough about her fearing him. So, if anybody has to fight hide the fact that they're leaving somebody, I feel like that's probably a red flag right there. um Sadly, at one thirty a.m., nine one one received a phone call from a suspiciously calm Gregory Green. Gregory, or when the 911 dispatcher answers the phone, Gregory tells them, and I quote, I just killed my pregnant wife. I stabbed her, and she is dead. She's laying in the kitchen. Yeah. The 911 dispatcher asks him the routine questions while also trying to keep him calm and on the line and eventually gets his location to send out units. And Gregory hangs up the phone and then walks out to the porch and sits on the steps just. Casually waiting for the officers to arrive. he's just chilling there. You know, just sitting. Just a normal, normal Saturday night slash Sunday morning. Um, when they do arrive, they obviously arrest him. And then walk into the house to find, in fact, a brutally murdered Latonya in the kitchen. Uh, she and her baby were both gone. So not only did he kill his wife, but he also killed his unborn child. Um, and something really sad. Remember how I said earlier that Latanya had two kids of her own? Thankfully, one of them was not there at the time. But the other one was. And she ran and hid in the closet while this all was happening. Which means she definitely knew something bad was happening. And that absolutely breaks my heart. So she 100% heard everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he is arrested and he goes to court and is charged with second degree murder. And guess what? Guess what? He pulls the insanity card. Of course he does. Of course. Why? You know. Duh. Um they run all the tests on him trying to find any hint of mil- mental illness or instability and they cannot find a single thing. So they charge him and he is sentenced 15 to 20 years. That's all. Yeah. For killing his pregnant wife, 15 to 20. Um, And it has never been released, again, from what I can find. Why he claims he killed her. But he apparently has a great reason. Because A, he was only sentenced max 20 years. And B, his family is backing him up all the way, 100% down for him. Um, So you may think that's the end of the story, right? You may think that's, that's the end of the case like oh he just killed his wife and his unborn child only got that many years okay dunzo great talk see you next week yeah no um so in 2004 he started applying for parole four times in a row he goes up for parole and is denied for showing no remorse for what he did um he was literally claiming it was his wife's fault that she was murdered so they're like yeah no you, you don't deserve parole try again later sorry um in the parole parole board repeatedly claimed that he was still a danger to society because he lacked human empathy yeah so after the fourth time of being turned down his parents his pastor and his parents pastor start rallying super hard for him um his pastor routinely visited him in prison and was writing to him nonstop. like everyone in his life was just super super there for him and didn't see or didn't like seeing him being denied for parole. They really thought that he deserved to be on parole. One second, I'm taking a drink of coffee. Um, In Bubble in my throat. In 2006, his mother wrote a letter to the judge and claimed that she believed Gregory was very sorry for what he did and that he understands his behaviors caused harm to others. Girl, why isn't he saying that then? Why are you saying that? Um, She claimed that he worked very hard in prison and made positive adjustments to his life. And his sister wrote a letter saying, over the years, Gregory became closer with the Lord and read his Bible daily. Says, didn't he already go to church every Sunday of his life? Or did that not count? Um, Then the pastor that Gregory or that wrote Gregory every day, his name was Fred Harris. He became a civil rights activist, and his main focus was prison ministry. Yep. Yep. So, Fred's mission was to get Gregory out and prove to the world that God could change even killers into great people. And, you know, I'm not sitting here talking badly about religion. I won't do that. That's not who I am. But I will say, he's literally been involved in the church his whole life. His entire life. And now now you're going to try to use him as an example that an already godly man who killed someone is now changed by god i don't think it really works like that you know maybe maybe that's just me Maybe that's yep. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. anyways fred went hard af for gregory hard he wrote so many letters to the judge it was unreal like so many in one of them he wrote i knew gregory before this mishap Mishap? M- Mishap? He was a member of our church, and I feel as though he has paid for his unfortunate lack of self-control and the damage that he caused as much as possible, and is sorry. If he was to be released, he would be welcomed as a part of our church community, and whatever we could do to help him adjust, we would. So this man was great, out, obviously, um, as well as his parents and sister, Between the time that these letters were being written and 2008, Gregory was constantly taking mental health courses and educational courses. And finally, he went before the parole board again for the fifth, excuse me, for the fifth time. Um, The three parole board members went over all the letters, excuse me, indigestion, and the things that Gregory had done while incarcerated and saw that he really hasn't been a bad inmate. The staff at the prison all claimed that he wasn't violent or anything like that. And there was only one incident where he had been in a fight and it was over the TV. Um, Which I've heard that the TV is like a big thing in prison. Like you don't have much else to do. So when the TV comes out, it's a little intense. So the parole board asked where Gregory would go if they were to release him. And his parents let them know that he had already, he already had a spot in their home, as well as the church community already having a job lined up for him. So all odds were looking in his favor. Um, So the parole board voted, and two of them said yes, which already ruled out that third vote that said no. And in 2008, Gregory was released from prison. Once again, you think that's the end, right? No. We're just getting started. So, Gregory gets out. He's got a job, he's living with his parents. Everything is all good, fine, and dandy. In 2010, he's released from parole, only two years after prison, mind you. Um, so while Gregory's out living his best ex-convict life, he starts showing a really close bond with Fred Harris' daughter. Fred Harris is that pastor that gun for him, okay? Just think about that. Um, her name is Faith. Fred his daughter's name is Faith. So, Faith already had two teen- two teenage children. Her son's name was Chadney, and her daughter's name was either Kara or Kara. I'm going to say Kara. Um, I think it's Kara. So, they end up falling in love. And in December of 2010, Gregory and Faith get married. Good, right? And a, a nice, happy family. Yay. Yeah. So later on, um, Faith and Gregory end up having two children of their own named Koi and Kaylee. And the four of them all go to church all the time. And sometimes they're joined by the two older children. And they're just all out there being the perfect little family. Until eventually, Gregory starts showing signs of rage at home. In 2013, just three years after she and Gregory were married, Faith filed for divorce. She also filed a or for a protective order and gave examples of how Gregory was being aggressive at home. She said that he told her to leave or she'd regret regret it. Um, so yeah, just all all the scary stuff, you know. So she was asked by the court why she didn't call the police when she said wait, I can't read. Um basically the police asked her why she didn't call the police. When Gregory was intimidating her, and she said that it's actually because she didn't want to leave her kids in that environment or cause any harm to her kids, so she just waited it out. Um, but because the system fails time and time and time and time and time again, she was denied the protective order, of course. Um, and the divorce papers ended up being dissolved because she never finished them and she went back to Gregory. So I'm not victim blaming. Nor would I ever victim blame, but I will use this, as an, a, this example as a lesson. She saw the signs of his abusive and aggressive behaviors and went back to him. She ignored the red flags and went back to him. They will not change. They will not stop. They will always be abusers. Do not view them with rose-colored glasses. They are abusers. Okay? Now, let's continue. She went back to him, and they continued their marriage as normal, I would assume, um, up until August 11th, 2016, when she went back down to the courthouse and once again filed for divorce. Fast forward a bit. About a month. On September 22nd, 2016, while the decorations for a child's birthday still hung on the wall, and the fresh-cut grass in the lawn that Chadney had just mowed not even 24 hours before, Gregory took Faith down to the basement of their home and zip-tied her hands and feet together. I'm going to give a bit of a graphic warning right now because it's about to get really intense, friends. Um, While she's sitting there, he shoots her in the foot so she cannot get up and run. He pulls a box cutter out of his pocket and cuts her face from the corner of her mouth to her ear joker style i'm not even saying that to be funny like literally joker style um just on one side and then cuts her up in a bunch of different places like her arms her legs her feet her hands just torturous 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 um then he takes koi and kaylee and puts them in their car in the garage turns the car on and shuts the garage door slowly poisoning them to death um i don't know how that works but i really really hope it's painless I really hope that it's just you You get sleepy, and you go to sleep, and you don't wake up, and it's not painful. Um, I hate this. Just letting you know. I, I hate this. Um, after that, he took Chadney and Kara down to the basement where Faith was and had them kneel down in front of her, facing her. And then right in front of their own mother, he shot them both execution style. And then, like routine for him, he went upstairs. He called 911. Calmly explaining to them what he had done. And then he told them that he'd just be waiting for them outside on the porch. Just like the time before. Just like the time before. Thank God Faith survived. Although she was in the ICU for quite a while. Not to mention the mental impact that would have on her for ages. Uh, so he obviously is arrested again. And he goes to court and he pleads guilty this time. Just he just he He said he wanted to get it over with so yeah um fred harris has not said a word about this case since it happened that i could find because how how could he the guilt that man probably carries every single day knowing he fought so hard to get gregory out of prison just for him to kill his four grandchildren and then attempt to kill his daughter faith came to gregory's trial and even spoke even spoke at the trial i could never she wore this like black hat that had um, a black veil going down over her face. And let's just, that is one strong woman because I could not, I could not. Um, when it was Gregory's time to speak at his trial, he got up on the stand and he said that he knows God has a plan for him. Yeah, in hell, next to the devil. Literally, there's a throne right next to the devil for him. Um, Gregory was ultimately sentenced 45 to 100 years. With the ability to go on parole in his 90s. So hopefully he'll live out the rest of his natural life in prison. As he should have the first time he killed his whole family. Um, I don't know why he didn't get life. That's another story for another day. But that is all I have for you today folks. That is, that is the Gregory Green case. Um, I had never heard of it until I researched it. I don't know how. Because that case is wild. Um, but yeah, you'll notice it it was a bit of a shorter case. That's because, like I said, school. School's here. I spent the entire morning doing homework. So I didn't really want to research a 15 hour long case load. that makes sense? Um, you guys are the freaking best. I will post a picture of the patch that I worked on during this episode and then when the patchwork cardigan is completely done I'll obviously share that um but yeah also Christmas is coming soon it doesn't sound or it doesn't seem like it is but it is so if you have an order that you want me to make before Christmas put it in now put it in now because crocheting takes a long time (laughs) and I'll get a lot of orders so put it in now so that you can get it before christmas and have a super awesome day slash week slash weekend slash whatever it is um yeah i don't know wear your mask get vaccinated um and if you don't want to get vaccinated just wear your mask please Um, the pandemic is still very, very real. Just the first week, I've already had two kids, um, test positive in my classes. So, yeah. Um, okay. I think, I think that's it. I think that's all. Um, yeah. Lock your doors. Don't talk to creepy men. Stay safe. See you next week.